Welcome to a dialogue on accountability in the digital age. A dialogue with a global multi-stakeholder community representing national and local governments, international policymakers, civil society, NGOs, the ICT industry, as well as other relevant organizations and institutes. Hi, everybody. My name is uh, Arthur van der Wees. I am co-director of the uh, Institute for Accountability in the Digital Age. Here, the backdrop, the Peace Palace in The Hague. I'm uh, currently located in Amsterdam. And uh, today uh, we have uh, Kai Hermsen with us um, uh, to talk about um, yeah, quite a lot of uh, interesting topics about his initiative with the Identity Valley. And uh, Kai, very welcome, uh, very happy you have uh, some time in your busy schedule. Well, thank you very much, Arthur, for having me, and it's a pleasure to talk to you. you uh, we have been talking uh, before about uh, a lot about uh, cybersecurity in your previous uh, position, uh, which one of the main, uh, one of the, the say, key factors and components, uh, but of course, there's way more necessary in the digital age to get things sorted. So can you talk a little bit about your current uh, current initiative with the identity value? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Arthur. You already said it. Cybersecurity is an important piece of the I call it the digital puzzle, but it's not the only piece. It's probably the one that gets a lot of attention right now, or has gotten more and more attention, which is good. That's exactly what we've been fighting for. Uh, with the chart of trust over the last three years where when i remember when we started some three three and a half years ago it wasn't really a mainstream topic back then though it should have probably already been because uh, in 2017 we saw these big attacks uh, called non-petcha uh, water cry that actually already had a big impact on the economy if not on society, and there weren't really many solutions out there. And that's exactly how the Chart of Trust then formed. And a group of companies said, let's do something about it and, and try to influence it for the better. Now, cybersecurity is a topic that is now being tackled. I do think we need to do more. And after I think that we agree that, of course, more needs to be done, especially also on an international level, on you know, how do we deal with cybersecurity as such? How do we deal with cybersecurity attacks or cyber attacks? Um, what I came to realize through this process of working on cybersecurity for, for such a long time is that there's more pieces to that digital puzzle. So cybersecurity is definitely an important one because it's the technological background for us to be safe and secure on the internet, but there's other pieces. For example, if people are not digitally literate on, on data and how there's opportunities, but also big risks with digital technologies, cybersecurity doesn't solve it. You know, We need people to be literate. And then there's more things to it down the data stream, if I may say that. So cybersecurity for me comes second because it's kind of the technical uh, basis for responsible data behavior and then there's of course other things like privacy which is more the people basics right all of a sudden people come into the picture and say oh yeah yeah right rightfully so then we need to realize that data that is not person related also has a certain value we call this data fairness and on we go and we formulated this into what we call the digital responsibility goals seven goals seven goals that 
kind of describe the whole chain, if you will, on how we can behave digitally responsible in a digital world or in, in a world in which we are, because I don't, I don't want to separate into a real world and a digital world. I don't think that distinction works anymore. Because here we are talking real face to face, but of course it's somehow digital, right? Uh, and that's what Identity Valley is doing. So as an initiative, we are we formulated these digital responsibility goals. We are a think tank that thinks about how to put these into place, and we're working with important partners to actually make it happen. Yeah, very good, Kai. And. Uh... Very important to work and indeed the word goals, of course, uh, reflects uh, or links also to the su sustainable development goals, the SDGs of the uh, United Nations. <clears throat> uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, the connection or the intertwinedness of, uh, of, the, of, the of the digital responsibility goals and the SDGs? Oh, absolutely. And yes, the link is not by coincidence, of course, Arthur, but it's on purpose. So. Our mission, our purpose at Identity Valley is to be more responsible in the digital age. The way to do this for us was to think about a good tool that could achieve that, that could somehow simplify um, a very complex challenge like that digital world or space that is going in all kinds of directions, producing good, very many good things, but also a lot of negative things like uh, hate speech, like fake news, um, also some other very bad things that are happening on the internet, like, uh, for example, uh, depiction of child abuse, you know, a lot of things are happening that we as a society actually don't want. The, the tool we found was already existing, and that is the SDGs. So we thought, oh, wait, wait, wait a minute, there's another very important complex challenge that we as a society, that we as a humankind are facing, and that is that of sustainability, climate change, and equity, which is formulated in the Sustainable Development Goals to guide, to provide guidance, to provide measurement, and to also provide ideas for action, so to say. That's the SDGs. And we took that tool and applied it to the digital world. And the outcome are the DRGs, it's only seven goals as, compo as compared to 17. So it's, it's less goals. We do see them as complementary. So it's not to say that the SDGs don't matter, quite the opposite. Actually, the SDGs are guiding, are the guys guiding theme, and they are the ones that are internationally accepted already. So of course, they're much more mature and advanced than our idea of the DRGs, the digital responsibility goals, but we really see them as complementary. Um, because we believe that only if the digital world is more responsible, we will be able to also move forward with the needed pace on the sustainability side of things, because we need digital innovation and we need responsible digital innovation to make the, uh, the SDGs actually achievable. And that's how they complement. Yeah. Yeah, very good. <clears throat> the, um... Uh, <clears throat> there are seven, of course, you can debate whether it should be uh, eight, nine, 10, 12, or way more. I think yeah. it's, uh, it's a good number. Um, 17 is indeed a massive amount. Uh, the, the targets behind the SDGs are even more, and those targets are definitely not ex exhaustive. 
um, if we would fulfill them all, everyone in the world would be great improvement, but we would not be there yet uh, with the five Ps uh, of the United Nations, uh, uh, people, planet, prosperity, peace and partnership, uh, all five uh, combined. Um, the, uh, yeah, are we, are we uh, with all the things that are happening in the world, uh, in the digital domain, uh, sustainability, uh, just the examples you just mentioned, but many others, uh, and we all know about it, it's on the front page. Um, you know, are we still learning uh, or, or, or not? Uh, why is things going, you know, uh, so, yeah, relatively slow? Or in my point of view, it looks sometimes that it's, it's, it's not even moving forward. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I see that. Um, sometimes I share the same observation, Arthur, which of course is frustrating to see that on both the, the SDGs, the Sustainable Development Goals, and on digital responsibility, we might not be moving forward, but actually backwards, right? Uh, where unfortunately, sometimes business models, now talking about digital, sometimes business models that are not responsible are more successful. Right, that make more money and somehow then influence and maybe even have, hold back other business models that 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 are more responsible, right? Because they're dominating somehow the market, and that is frustrating. However, at the same point, at the same time, for us, that's the motivation to be active and become active. You know, that's exactly why there is something that needs to be done. And I do see myself and, and, and Jutta and, and the other folks that are working with me or with us on this topic as the ones that want to drive the change. And there are some, and that number and that group is growing, that realize, ah, we can make a difference by becoming more responsible. And it's on us as, as leaders, you know, as leaders in the digital space to make that change. So it's interesting that this whole impetus is coming more from the economy right now than from other actors. But in the end, it needs all actors, you know. Um, it, it does need the government, it does need societal actors, and it does need the economy to go in a more beneficial direction for all of us. One last, one last thing. What I realize is that the ones that want to make a change are the ones that by themselves most of the times have already detected that there is a challenge. So what's difficult is to reach the ones that don't even realize that we have a challenge there. And there are unfortunately some that don't relate to it, right? That don't, even if, even digital experts say, so what, you know, where, where's, the, where's the problem with the current landscape? The number of people and the number of organizations that realize that something is odd, is growing, and that is because we see these externalities more visibly. Two examples that I, that I can give you is, for example, the storming of the capital at the beginning of this year, which people, even the ones that wouldn't call themselves very digital, realize, okay, this somehow 
happened because in the digital sphere, you know, people were agitated uh, uh, to do something and then it had real world effects. And the other example that we all live through right now is, of course, COVID-19, where there were high hopes in digital technologies and literally few of them, if any, were actually fulfilled, right? Um, because it was all coming very slow, not very reliable and, and and produce these big externalities like uh, conspiracy theories. And we now see in practice that unfortunately that leads to um, us not being as efficient or effective even in, in combating COVID-19. So it now becomes more visible, um, which in a way helps the change because it shows us that it is about time to make a change. Well, absolutely, uh, Kai, and of course, with the, our institute has the same, you know, <clears throat> gets a lot of energy out of the negative, right? We try to do this through the negative to a positive, uh, and we're really happy to uh, work together with you. Uh, and as you can see in the other dialogues, there is a growing number of organizations and, and leadership uh, to, uh, to, to work on it. We're not going to solve it, but we can work on it. It's an evolutionary thing. Uh, we need to go fast uh, because... Uh, Indeed, uh, the tech, technology and other developments also in, in climate domain are going faster than, than humankind currently. Uh, we are only have a evolutionary, uh, um, uh, probably a, a evolutionary capability to, to change um, in the way that we have uh, uh, done for thousands of years. Um, uh, so I, I'm really happy to, uh, again, to, to work with you. Uh, I would I have a, a thing about a, a responsibility and accountability. So. Um, we generally use the word uh, accountability um, in order, um, uh, which comes just after responsibility. So ethics is all the way up. Uh, we have no opinion about that formally um, in, in the Institute. Uh, behavior is next. We have no opinion about it formally, but um, you, of course you need to be able to demonstrate or explain why you made a certain decision or why you did not something, yeah, right? Because the, not acting is 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 uh, is sometimes even more <clears throat> impactful than acting, um, and also uh, when necessary defense. Uh, uh, that is not uh, what we're focusing on, but the demonstration of uh, of your responsibilities in an ethical behavior way. We're not again. We're not. We're not. Uh, we're not into the ethical domain here, <clears throat> um, because we want to you know uh, work on the global level. Um, but then again, there are universal values. We have the SDGs, uh, uh, all the countries signed for it, um, and some other uh, treaties that people signed for it. So, yeah, on 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 that perspective, what what are your 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 thoughts? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you you mentioned very interesting and important kind of distinctions between. Um, behaviors, ethics, accountability, responsibility, and it's important to understand that and to have it analyzed. Uh, what happens frequently is with the DRGs that people go like, ah, it's about ethics. You are these ethics, social, you know, uh, societal uh, ethics uh, experts. And no, we're not. Um, the ethics for me is a discipline that is not prescriptive, right? So yes, you need to be somehow, hopefully, uh, more and more software engineers become somewhat literate in ethical thinking, 
you know, because then you can ask yourself the questions, is what I'm doing, is what we're doing here right, and, 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 and should it be this way, and so forth. Um, and I think, by and large, that's exactly what we're witnessing, is the, the change from the question, can it be done, to should it be done, right? And that's exactly kind of the, the distinction. And yes, in a way, that's about ethics, but... And the way that we approach it is to think more about the behaviors and about responsible behaviors. And that's exactly what's descripted, uh, that's depicted in the DRGs. And by the way, the SDGs are written in a similar way. They're not prescriptive in a way like what is good and what is bad, but it's, it's, it's about which behavior is desired for something to be good or in line with the goals and that's exactly how the drgs are also written we talk about which behavior is desired we don't talk about what is good and what is bad in the sense of what kind of data is good what kind of data is bad what kind of business model is good what kind of business model is bad what kind of use case is good which is which one is bad because that would not be dynamic right because then you would uh, kind of stand still because you have uh, depicted something that is um, limited to today's reality, right? We don't know which kind of data will emerge, which kind of business models and which kind of use cases. Hence, we need to describe the behaviors. And that's working well to our understanding because then you can go back to this description of the behavior and say ah now i know if I, I can check if my behavior is responsible or not and then you mentioned something very important arthur and i think that's a brilliant uh, separation in the english language which doesn't necessarily for example to german it doesn't translate the same way but it's about responsibility and accountability but it's two separate things that both merit to be in place and it's no surprise that good organizations have a very good structure organizationally of who is accountable and who is responsible right um and that's exactly what we also need to see so well we call them the digital responsibility goals but they wouldn't work if people or organizations wouldn't take accountability for it at some point in time and that's, I think, where we need to listen very close because there's a lot of organizations, companies out there that say, yeah, of course, we take responsibility for the digital world. The question is, do they also take accountability? And one last thing, I think our goals even help them to take accountability because it makes their behavior measurable. So that's the, the vision is to also have a certain level of measurement, so to say, um, in which people can take accountability because they can say, ah, I know in these areas I'm already doing or applying responsible behavior. In other areas I'm not, but I'm focusing on them now. This is my next to do for the next quarter or, uh, or year to become better there. Uh, is definitely very contextual uh, ethics and behavior uh, and therefore I, I agree you know responsibility and then accountability right after or during uh, accountability is before you act 
uh, while you're acting and after. Uh, it's not something like a, a supply chain, the same with responsibility. Eh? It's not a static thing that you, oh yeah, now I need to uh, tick, uh, tick the box on responsibility. I think that's the dynamic and the fact that it's, um, it's, it's quantum, it's in multiple places that uh, in, in a fair parallel time makes it sometimes difficult people. Although in my point of view, it's just human nature, uh, but we, because of the, the fast pace of the 21st century, we have sort of forgotten about it to think about it. And it's up to you and me to try to, to balance it out a bit. Um, my, uh, my question you on the digital literacy, um, cybersecurity, privacy, data fairness, you mentioned those four. A little bit about a couple of minutes about the, uh, the other three, which are trustworthy algorithms, uh, transparency, uh, and the human agency and identity. Can you, can you talk a little bit about those three? And perhaps also uh, in the way of, you know, we can, we can talk about responsibility from our end or organizational, but also more a societal way in a multi-stakeholder approach. Perhaps more thoughts yeah. about that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and, and thanks for mentioning and pointing them out uh, because it's seven and only if you look at the seven in, in their totality, for me, they make sense. Um, well, let me rephrase that also, of course, looking at cybersecurity isolated or as one is better than not looking at it, you know, yeah. or, uh, uh, that's for sure. But I do believe that ideally, you know, your activities on cybersecurity are tied into your activities to privacy. Actually, sometimes they're even going in different directions. You know, we see that happen and, and you can only tackle that if you have kind of the, um, the roof on top and, and maybe that's kind of the thing holding it together is, this, is the digital responsibility code. So, yeah, you already said. So it starts with the person. It's digital responsibility. That's actually very societal level because if we don't all together as organizations and government and education system uh, care for digital literacy from preschool to post-retirement, I I don't think it can be responsible because people are not literate in, in, in navigating in the online world or even in the offline world, right? That doesn't work. Um, and I, on purpose, I say that's for the whole society. It's not, I'm not a primary school here, uh, but I'm talking preschool to post-retirement as an entire society needs to be more literate. And we cannot leave that to learning by doing, you know, that's not how it works, but we need to think about different approaches to it. Uh, cybersecurity, we mentioned, is kind of technical basis. Privacy is the personal basis uh, for use of data. We talked about data fairness, where it's all about the value that data has and the value with which data should be treated. Um, that actually has a very economic um, uh, uh, dimension, right? Um, because we see what happens if the data is not is not valued fairly that creates monopolies and that's what we're dealing with now because we only realize that that's the case when the monopolies were already there right so now we're kind of uh, uh, fighting the symptoms uh, rather than thinking about why did it go why did it come that far right and that's exactly why we're talking about data data fairness which is an interesting one a lot of people listen up when they hear about this because this hasn't been in in 
in the discussion yet. Uh, then we talk about trustworthy algorithms, which is then the use of the data, right? So before you see there was always kind of, uh, it's, it was upstream, right? The data is created, it's personal data, it's not personal data, it needs to be kind of go through the system in a, in a secure way. All of a sudden it's being used in algorithms. We don't talk about trustworthy AI, but about algorithms because we think that the majority of algorithms isn't AI yet, but still it needs to be trustworthy, right? So, and, and also AI is just an algorithmic system. So it's a very sophisticated algorithms. We need to think about ways how this can be trustworthy. That's about people actually know that there's an algorithm helping them to make decisions, for example. That's where it starts, right? And that isn't always the case. Um, of course, it needs to be fair, it needs to be non-discriminatory. So there, we believe there's a lot of descriptions out there already on what that actually means to have trustworthy algorithms. Now it's more about applying it, right? Um, number six is about transparency. And rightfully so, people often ask, is it only transparency or isn't, shouldn't this also be in a way accountability, for example? Yes, it, yes, it's short. So maybe transparency doesn't go far, far enough. And that's exactly why we're having these discussions because the DRGs as such are still forming in a way, right? They need to prove that they are the, the right goals to pursue. They are dynamic um, and they're taking shape as we speak uh, in all our discussions. But the transparency is really about demonstrating which principles do you put into place in your digital endeavors. And that's super important. And then the last one, number seven, is about human agency and human identity which we believe, again, closes kind of the whole pack and, and again, has a very personal people dimension. Um, an agency means that all digital technology in the end should always be under the agency of, of humans. And we really believe that's important. So it, it shouldn't take its own dynamic too much in the sense of technology is creating technology for the sake of technology. But technology is created for the sake of humankind, of, of, uh, of nature, of the world, you know, uh, to improve it and to make it better. And only when we do that can we safeguard our own identity. And that's big, kind, of, kind of also the link back to identity, because people often ask, so why are you called identity belly? But we really believe that's the, that's the very core of, of, a digital world is to safeguard our own identity, which is in itself a very complex construct. And only yesterday I've been asked, can you define identity? And I said, I can give you my very own description on what I think about when I think about identity, but there isn't really a very good, unique description of identity because the con construct as such is so rich and multifaceted like we are as humans. And that's exactly the fascination with it. That's exactly why we have to think about it because we shouldn't be treating it very lightly as we have been doing over the past couple of years, but this is at the very core. And that's exactly why these seven goals are formulated this way and end with identity. Does that make sense, Arthur? Yeah, it does, of course. Uh, thanks for uh, explanation and uh... Uh, I, uh, I agree that you know the, the 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 summary topic or the summary words in a 
um, in a goal uh, is quite important, but it's only a word, and there's so much be, uh, uh, under it and uh, um, um, uh, intertwined with it. The same with the sustainable development goals, which are just uh, 17 words as well, including sustainable development goal uh, 16, which is peace and justice, where there's uh, one of those that we are focusing on, including, of course, including 17 as our core uh, goals at the at our institute, which is partnership. And then we try to address the other uh, 15. Uh, not everything at the same time is way too much. And, and also with that, uh, Kai, um, um, I think also these seven deserve probably, you know, uh, each 10 or more uh, subsets or, or, or topics, including indeed identity. Uh, and perhaps we can talk about it next time. Uh, but unfortunately, I do have to uh, to uh, close this dialogue, uh, this first one. So thank you very much, Kai. It was really a pleasure. Uh, and I am sure we can uh, talk about a couple more. And perhaps we will later on. I, I, in my point of view, we, we should. Uh, so but for now, thank you very much. Uh, and uh, for the listener, thank you very much for listening and looking at us. So, so Kai, thank you very much. Thank you, Arthur, and also thanks to the audience for listening in and, and happy to come back anytime, Arthur. Okay, um, that's that's thank you. All right. for having me.